and welcome to another quarantine version of the Talking Tigs. I'm your host, Scott Gerard, joined as always by my healthy co-host, Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. Got another one to get into for you this week. Again, not too much sports, as you may expect, but uh, plenty to talk about. So let's see where, where we go with this. But before we do, just wanted to uh, remind you, please follow us on Twitter if you're not already doing so, at Talking Tigs, no G in talking. We're also on Facebook as the Talking Tigs podcast, and you can find previous episodes on iTunes and Spotify as well. Well, before we get into, I don't even know what, because there's been no sports, uh, just wanted to check in with my co-host who are at, I don't know, maybe uh, a, a new ground zero, a new epicenter. I, I don't know. How, how are you guys doing in Louisiana? Because I heard Louisiana was projected to be kind of hot. So you guys are on the ground there uh, reporting. Thank you for your diligence. So, so how are you doing? All right. So, uh, I mean, we're, we don't have to go too deep into the numbers here. Um, the number is anybody, anywhere you're going to get are pretty much two weeks behind. Give it uh, to me, Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. Do some public service announcements. But uh, as of today, Monday, the 30th of March, um, I think there's about 4,000 cases in Louisiana. And you were right. It kind of popped about two weeks ago. Um, especially around New Orleans, there was some news of some nursing homes there having a, a big concentration. Um, and then it was one of like the biggest states behind like Washington and California, the original ones. And then obviously New York has surpassed all that by now. But I think it was because there was a big, actually Louisiana did actually pretty well in terms of like a lot of testing at the beginning. So that's why a lot of people say that we were um, pretty high up there and we still are. So it's definitely a um, place to look out for. Thankfully, or I am, it's not quite so concentrated and not New Orleans. Uh, so doing all right. Yeah. And I've uh, been doing my thing, still going to work. We're finally switching to work from home this week. So I will be uh, in my, in my little abode, uh, just doing my thing, but moving along so far. What about you, Sammy? Yeah. You know, I haven't left my house in many days and I don't really know how I don't, you know, because the government won't let us out of the house. I don't know how everybody's doing. So, uh, I guess everyone's fine. Everyone in my house is fine, which is me alone. Um, other than that, what can I say? You know, no sports, no concerts, no restaurants, no, uh, can't do anything. Really, you can't live. So, you know, at least I'm on the podcast. At least, at least y'all are here. True. I'm sorry, did you say you can't live or you can't lift? Are you not able to lift? Oh, well, yeah, you're not able to lift or leave. So. <laughs> oh, so you're not working out? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, you, well, they close the Orange Theory that I go to. Oh, my God. And they offer the online classes, and they're like, <laughs> get on here. And, but I'm like, my, my apartment's like not, literally not big enough for me to even like jump around and do some exercises. And then the apartment complex I live at like won't even let you go into like the common areas. So You could, you could run down the halls. You do a little lap around the, the yeah, floor. Yeah, I could. But there are always people like, like throwing the doors open so i get smacked in the face that's when you just gotta give them that hit stick just as yeah. they come out that's when i just need to need to run through a door mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah well uh sorry to hear all that so just so i understand is is louisiana like are they not allowing people to leave is it at that point yet or is it still mostly just uh like highly suggested or yeah so it's the governor's 
like suggested stay at home order. Like, I don't think they can put you in cuffs if you're on the street, but uh, they said that they gave you that thing though. That's what I, I don't know. They're not selling. They're not, they're, they're not saying like you have to, but then I'm pretty sure all that can happen is like a policeman. If they sees you outside, he can like pull you over and say like, what are you doing? And then you're like, well, I'm going to work. I'm going to the grocery store, whatever. And you'd be like, okay. Or if you got no good excuse, you're like going to like get your haircut or whatever. And be like, just go home and then like they just have to like leave you and then you're supposed but, to go home but then but, the, like, but then the question is like what if you just say no what if you're like um no i'm not going home this is is this still a free country and am i still allowed yeah, to? I, don't, I don't think they can do anything at this point I well mean, at this point uh, at this point i think they either you know ish or get off the pot you either call martial law or you don't yeah you know it's like if, if you're gonna do that to people just call it what it is call it martial law See what happens. Give us a time. Yeah, yeah. give us a time. <laughs> Otherwise, let us go about our business. You know, it's like um, anything else in life. You, you know, people. If people know the risks and they they assume them, then you know, so be it. But I, I get it. You know, for for a lot of people, they they just they, they they don't want people to mingle freely if if they can at least suggest it. And I don't know. I guess it takes it to a different territory if it's martial law, but. I don't know. I think that's that's kind of where they got to go at this point is either one or the other. But um, I don't know. There's there's plenty of jobs. You know, it's it's it's. I don't know what they consider the fine line of essential or non-essential. But um, I, I don't know. I, there's like all the Home Depots, all the Lowe's are open. I don't think you know insect repellent or potting soil is an essential uh, commodity right now. But they're open for that. That's what people are doing. Everyone's gardening right now. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Scott, it's just, you bring up a good point about the whole martial law thing. And I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if we were going to, if we were going to put the law in charge, you know, put, put one LSU wide receiver in charge of the law, why would it be Terrace Marshall? I kind of feel like Jamar Chase or maybe Justin Jefferson are more qualified. I don't know. I don't get it. And if any of the followers, like if they have a better explanation, you know, at, Tommy Johnson, LA, but Terrace Marshall, he's a great guy. He's, he's a number three, like it's just that. Former, former Chicago bears wide receiver, uh, Brandon Marshall. Yeah. yeah I mean, flash in the pan. there's a lot. Flash yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of great marshals out there. I mean, Marshall Falk, you know, he's cousin of LSU great mm-hmm. Kevin Falk, yeah. but I just don't think any one man should have all that power. Well, it's not really one like man. It's, it's all of us but, because we are Marshall. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what they're trying uh, to tell us. Save save that one for later, Daniel, because that's that's a different segment. But a uh, nice teaser, by the way. Um, but I don't know. There there really wasn't any new sporting news because you know everything's kind of already been decided or just postponed. I don't think there's anything new to come out that we didn't already know. I, I think the NFL draft might still be going on, just you know virtually. Yeah, they I saw that thing. But I was watching Bill on the Zoom call. Right. <laughs> Watch Goodell get just get buried in the in the like live chat just getting booed like he, he can't even escape it when when like when there's no one in the stands and it's completely silent he still can't escape it because everyone's just going boo a lot of f's in the chat <laughs> exactly but, but i don't know uh, was there was there any meaning go ahead tommy well i was watching cowherd today um Why? well you know <laughs> desperate times I hear and you. uh I hear he you. had mark cuban on and they were talking he was talking about how and then Clay Travis has been has been talking about this a lot too, like playing the NBA in Vegas, like moving all the teams to Vegas, basically making every game like a neutral site game, 
and keeping like almost quarantining the entire NBA like in Vegas and then having them play and finish the season out. And like Mark Cuban, I think Mark Cuban like seemed pretty like okay with it. And Clay Travis talking a lot about it. Cowherd's talking about it because it's like, look, like we need something, you know, the people need something to, uh, to why, get them. Why Vegas? Because uh, the, the, all of Vegas is like shut down right now. Like the hotels are all closed. Like there's been yeah. nothing being used and they've got like the, the arenas to do it. Yeah, I think that's a bad idea because the casinos might be closed, you know, in a sense. But, guys, the brothels are not. You've used to invite <laughs> a bunch of NBA players to Vegas in Sin City and expect them to just go to the games and right back to the hotels. I'm sorry. That's just naive. We can't be naive at this point. I mean, they were, okay? the, first, they were the very first ones, like, to shut stuff down when Rudy Gobert, like, had the, uh, the coronavirus when he was, like, wiping those microphones with his hands and stuff. And they were – I don't remember what night it was, like early March, and they were the first league to to shut it down. Then everything kind of came crashing down after that. So maybe if they were the first to go, the first to come back. Well, they're going to – I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Can you imagine how much how much money all these leagues are losing? Those and, poor yeah. owners. How will they survive? Well, I don't know. The, it's well, not only the owners, but it's the people who – like the people who work – the guy who's the concession stand guy at the Mavs. Or, well, I guess Mark Cuban's covering his check, and, and then Zion's covering, you know, the Pelicans' yeah, checks exactly. and whatever. Well, like, they did take a 20% pay cut for what? I don't know. But the owners or the, the top brass, the, the executives for each, uh, I guess, team said they were going to take a 20% pay cut. Uh, I mean, but if there's no money coming in, who's getting paid? What's the 20%? I, I think it's 20% more of a is zero. It's still zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm taking a pay cut. Well, you're not getting paid. Hey, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. Don't kick me while I'm down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, seriously, I, I didn't really notice anything new. I mean, last week we knew the Olympics were gone. Uh, like I said, I think the draft is still going to go on, but that can go on remotely, Mm -hmm. but there really hasn't been any news, uh, you know, across the broad landscape as far as sports has there. Um, not too much. I mean, yesterday they officially announced that the Olympics is, is July, 2021. So lock it in for, for Tokyo, but that's about all until Corona comes again. Mm-hmm. Till we get Cor- till we get Corona twenty or COVID twenty. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So right, that was that was a uh, good talking. Was our update. <laughs> Tune into us next week on talking. T- now, um, I don't know. I think uh, LSU. You know, just to bring it back more more locally, uh, LSU did welcome back students online, at least to some degree. Right. So it's like they're people are figuring out new ways to do things. I still think like they they probably could have they they still could do some sports, you know, live just without a a physical audience. But uh, I mean, they're still going against that because, you know, that many people in one group, you know, somebody could have it and could pass it on. I get all that. But still think about it. Tennis. It's two people, one ball. If they're both fine, they just swab them before the game. You get the results in minutes, and then you play. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I mean, I'm open to it all. I, at this point, I'd watch LSU tennis like on a live stream. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did see. I, I did see. I mean, we we kind of actually. I mean, Daniel, we talked about it like just personally, but Scott, did you see? It? Well, first of all, Herb Street. You see what Herb Street had to say? I did not. Herb Street says. He says he'd be surprised if we even get college football this this season. Which he needs to shut up. 
Well, I, I'm just I'm saying, okay, Kirk Herbstreit is the most recognizable like media figure in the sport. What is Kirk Herbstreit hearing that like? Because I mean, there aren't. I mean, there are people like you know. Oh, maybe we won't. Maybe there's but there are a lot of people operating like yeah. We're gonna have like fall is gonna come. We're gonna have football regardless, college football and NFL. I don't know why Herbstreit. You know, like what has Herbstreit heard? What briefing did he get? Maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's trying to like instill some fear in the populace to try and get them to stay home, lock this thing down now so that we can get it wiped out. We come back and be good to go for the fall. You think that it's a little bit of 3d of, chess from Herbie? It might be. He's like, I got to get back on that desk at game day. What if I, uh, what so if like a little mental manipulation? Cause I'd, I'd seen some idea that was floated out there. It's like, if you told the sec nation that we are not going to have football in the fall, unless they stay home for two weeks, I tell you what, the the southeast of the United States would be ghost towns. Yeah, it truly. Because they, be. I think they would do it. Yeah, just for football. The yeah. Harvey Updikes of the world. I, I think I would do it. I don't know, but what if what if uh, first game day Corso comes out instead of putting on either head, he just puts on a big mask. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on like a big foam like replica of that picture everybody's seen like of the the virus, like the little spiky, oh, the, the, little spiky the green uh, thing. <laughs> He's like neither neither Navy nor because the first game's Navy uh, Navy Notre Dame. He's like neither Navy nor Notre Dame will win. Corona has won. <laughs> no. But uh, so court, so so Herb Street is saying he'd be surprised if we get if we get football in the fall. Well, and then, but then, and then there, oh, you can go ahead. But then it's too early. Wait, there's that. more. There's now they're saying that maybe they'll move the season up into the summer, so we get more games while it's hot because of the virus or something. So I mean that'd be weird. I if if that's if it's if it's get a game and if it's get games in late July August or not get games at all. I guess I'll take them and take them when I can get them. But I mean, that'd be so weird of like the tailgating and the, like if no one's on campus or do people come back early or all, I don't know. It's weird. Um, it's a strange time. I don't know. Scott, did you hear about the summer thing? Summer, summer league football? No. Who's, yeah. who's going to be in summer league? Well, it's, it's like a very early online rumor that they were thinking of pushing the season to basically June, July, August, and Wait, then maybe, maybe shortening maybe like an abbreviated college football season in june in, yeah in and then like, maybe no just taking out the non-conference games so you only have conference games to shorten the season or something like that, that that i'm cool with but starting football in june no way you got some of these guys the like class isn't even back yet so aren't these more of these guys that show up in august they're not even going to be there yet more people will probably die of heat stroke than die of the disease at that point <laughs> Are they, but school is not even back yet. So like, how can you have players report for sports if school's not even in session? I, I, that's, I, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, you know, the whole thing of uh, the whole point of college, you know, it's college football, it's school, it's a school. So unless, unless everybody, join, what if this was all just a big scam to up their summer session numbers? Cause you know, summer session, well, actually, you, I mean, you don't know because you didn't, because you're not in school at LSU, but summer session is way more expensive than, than normal tuition. And it's not covered by tops, which is like the state, the state, like scholarship program, whatever. Okay. So yeah. you pay like a, it's like hope, hope, and you know, hope. And yeah. 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 So it's like that. And, uh, what if this was all just a big scam? They want everybody on campus for the summer. So that way they can rake in more money. Uh, 
Maybe that's, uh, no, Maybe that's because, my conspiracy of the week. Ooh, yeah, well, you're going to have a hard time defending it because that means they involved the rest of the country. Excuse me. They involved the rest of the world to go into this summer hey, colony. Hey, the border yeah. regents, they're more powerful than you think, Scott. All right. Well, I, I don't have a backup for that. So I, <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe you're right. Um, or maybe but, I'm just delirious from being at home all day. Yeah, it could be a little bit of cabin fever. Uh, I would look into that. There's got to be some sort of online forum or probably a, a Zoom a Zoom session for people that, you know, that definitely feel that way. Because, you know, you got to think all the, uh, you know, the the AAs and the, the NAs and the, the gamblers meetings, all that's probably out the window right now they they're probably switched to virtual also i would think yes or no i would guess so i don't know yeah i I would think so more than 10 people so exactly yeah exactly um but speaking of more than 10 people i don't know they 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 said that mardi gras could have could have been that that type of situation where uh you know, there could have been some people there, but Mardi Gras, you know, I don't think people realize the scope of this thing yet. So Mardi Gras could play a big part of why Louisiana might have uh, a huge spike. But at, I least know, like, a, at least we got a party in before we uh, got before locked we all down. die. Yeah, that's that's one way to go out. But I don't know. I think just, you know, people traveling from all over the place because. Uh, yeah, it's just a big, big culmination of people. Yeah, yeah. Louisiana is getting more and more diverse and, you know, just interstate travel is, uh, it's, it's just the norm. But, uh, as far as sports go, um, I noticed that, uh, CBS started playing old tournament games. Uh, I saw that it had, uh, Duke versus I think Butler, the, the championship game a few days ago, I just was flipping randomly and saw it. So I'm wondering if they, like, if this is what they're doing instead of playing their Mar- their regular March Madness schedule, which I think would be cool. You know, it's a good, uh, it's a good replacement for now. Cause it's, it's something, but um, I don't know. Did you, did you guys uh, pick up on any games or see anything else that's, that's being played in lieu of live sports? Yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, go ahead. I saw a, uh, an old Duke game uh, with Christian Leitner. I forget who they were playing. Oh, God, probably the 92 season. That shot against Kentucky, was that what it was? I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I think it was the Duke Carolina game from, from his, oh. his I know, I know he was playing. I don't think it was Kentucky. It might okay. actually, you know what? It might have been. Yeah, that, it might have been that game. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they, I mean, they were showing a bunch of old games. I've seen, yeah, I've seen them running. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I actually, weird comment, but I remember watching that Duke uh, Butler game from the room. I thought you were about to say the Duke game in 92. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was negative years old. Like, um, liar! <laughs> but uh, from my room on a Carnival cruise ship in the Caribbean, <laughs> um, we were, I was with my family on a cruise and then in, wow. in our tiny little like bunker room on like the six, six inch by six inch TV, just watching uh Butler was like it was like Gordon Hayward lobbing it up and clanking off the rim at the very it was, end. Wasn't it? It was like it was like they said it was like deg- a few degrees away. If it had, if it had been like three degrees more, like I don't know, down or something. Yeah, Gordon Hayward who actually went on to like be a pretty good player in the NBA, and that was with Brad Stevens, who's now with the Celtics. And then I think failed the Celtics, what, right? Who was on that Duke team? I think it was like Nolan Smith and Kyle yeah. Singler, maybe John Shire, who who went on, and then uh. John Shire and then um, 
uh, Greg Paulus, who went on to be a grad student who played quarterback for the Syracuse Orange. That's true. We're going down the, down the rabbit hole. Good trivia. Yeah, a two a two two sport Division one athlete, which is kind of cool. It, well, normally, okay, two sport athletes are kind of like you can. Okay, that's not t- like terribly uncommon, but two sport at two different Division one schools. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. oh wow. Yeah. Two different schools. That's true. That's, also, I guess if we didn't watch any um, sports games, we watch any sports movies. Any movies, Daniel? You've been watching any sport ball movies? Sports ball? No, I've been. Wa- I watched a little bit of, of this Tiger King show. I don't know if y'all check that one out. But oh yes, I finished it. It was awesome. Did I you watch it? Do you like? You haven't seen anything of it, Tommy? I mean, I've seen the. I've seen what everybody's talking about, but I haven't seen the show itself. I don't have Netflix, so yeah, I maybe I need to get it. I finished yeah. it yesterday. Uh, it's pretty wild, um, right? Just how deep it goes. LSU legend uh, Shaquille O'Neal makes an appearance on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, he says, "I do not know this man. Yeah, I do he, not know him." Wait, is this thing scripted? That's what I about. Is this like a like a show? Well, they no, present it. No, it's it's a documentary basically. Um, and it's just like it, well, but here's the thing though: is uh, you know, if, if there's a camera in front of somebody, you know, they, they might themselves ham it up. If it's reality TV, yeah, that's scripted. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot think, of like interviews and stuff, which I mean, people yeah. could be kind of, yeah, like like you Coach. said, kind of playing it up, or yeah, you know, like all right, just kind of act like you're like really mad at this person or whatever. But it's still a pretty entertaining show. It's like literally every character is worse than the one before. <laughs> yeah, I would say this is not this is not scripted because you could not cast people any better than this show has, mm-hmm. uh, especially Joe Exotic and I don't know, I guess all the people around him, all those men, especially. But um, I was I was going to bring it up too. Um, be but I since you mentioned it, um, there was a reporter <laughs> who uh, who I guess works for ESPN. Her name is uh, Mina Kimes, and she painted a watercolor picture of Ed Ogeron as Joe Exotic. Oh, wow! I guess Tigers, the, the Tigers. So. I, I honestly, I wish I hadn't seen it, but I encourage you to look at it because she's actually auctioning it off on eBay to help people that are out of work because of this whole coronavirus thing. So I guess for that reason, it's a good, it's a good purpose and worth mentioning. Um, yeah, I, I bet there's going to be wanted- a- but there's going to be a lot of merchandise this year, just kind of this Tiger King phenomenon, like LSU stuff, like Ed Orgeron or Joe oh, Burrow, whatever. There's already, there's already merchandise. They've got a, they got all kinds of Tiger King, Joe Burrow stuff. I saw it on a, isn't it? I think it's old row or somebody like that. They're making shirts. Yeah. Just, just wait until Halloween. You're going to see a bunch of Joe exotic little, little kids with little, little bitty bleached mullets walking around in October. If, you know, if this thing's cleared up by then, obviously, but, uh, yeah, just uh, it's you know it's a good story. It's worth mentioning. Um, so take a look at this watercolor picture. Uh, I I can't really disparage the work because it's good. I just I never wanted to see Cocho with a mullet wearing this type of attire, but him <laughs> posing in front of a tiger looks good. And again, it's for a good cause. So check it out. Maybe you'll be moved and want to make a donation to help people. That's that's what we're here for is to just keep people in the know. Uh, but any, but uh, Ben, you, you were saying Daniel about uh, sports movies. Um, I thought that'd be a good uh, a good thing to toss out to you guys, and I don't know, maybe our listeners. Maybe maybe we can toss it out to them to to give us some feedback before next week, so we could talk about it. 
And I don't know, I would ask you guys if you had a favorite sports movie, either overall or you could you can limit it to a specific sport if you want to, but I just, I just wanted to test the waters and, and see what you guys liked as far as sports movies. You want to go Tommy? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I think mine is probably the undone. I mean, it's probably the best, maybe the best sports movie ever made. I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, it's gotta be Friday night lights. I mean, you, you can't beat the, Friday you can't beat the, the magical season of Mike Winchell. And Chad Billingsley. Just a West Texas club at Permian High School. <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of guys just trying to get out of Odessa. And then there's just got right. Dallas Carter. Booby Miles. On the other side. <laughs> yeah, Booby Miles. You know, he, he, me and Booby Miles are very similar in a lot of ways, but one of the ways is that we both tore our ACLs and ended our seasons. Uh, mm. So, you know, that's, a, that's a, great, a great plot point. Tim McGraw's in it. Um, he's actually in a lot of good sports movies now that you think about it. But Tim McGraw's in it. And he, uh, you know, he plays like a kind of a deadbeat dad who beats his son. <laughs> and they all just yeah, he want was that typecasted ring. for that one. That's that's <laughs> his real life right there. <laughs> no, it actually. Well, his dad. Well, his dad was like not a good guy. I don't think. Right. Oh, uh, well, maybe he's yeah. He's got some some life experience. That's um, but then uh, so yeah, well, yeah. His dad was Tug McGraw, like the pitcher. Oh, that's right. That's what, and and he didn't know Tim McGraw didn't know that for like years. He went by a different name, and then one day he like looked at his birth certificate. He was like, "My name's McGraw," <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a little factoid about Tim McGraw. But yeah, Friday Night Lights, great movie. Um, Peter Bar- Peter Berg is the director, and uh, he's uh, he he does a lot of good stuff. I think he also did something else. He did Lone Survivor. And if you watch Lone Survivor, the Mark Wahlberg Navy SEAL movie, yeah. if you watch Lone Survivor and uh, and Friday Night Lights, they're like eerily similar in like the way, like the music is done by the, the same people who do the music. Like, and it's not really scored. It's like a, a I forget the band, I forget the band, but it's like a rock band. And uh, but they do like they did this. They did it for both. And so like even though it's like two completely different movies. They're very similar in their style, and it's Peter Berg who's the director. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that happens. So that's cool. Uh, I also I really like Moneyball a lot. I think that's a great oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then The Blind Side, another Tim McGraw football movie. That's a good one. It's more of a feel good one. Dana, right. what do you got? Uh, I guess a couple of my favorites as one of my my childhood. I guess would be The Sandlot. Yeah. That's um, a good one can't really beat that one i mean probably if i I haven't watched it in forever but if i would go back and watch it now i imagine i probably wouldn't enjoy it as much just because it's not exactly a a big budget thriller but i mean every like kid growing up wants to be that guy to hit home runs and when they're little towns baseball league and just everybody has a neighbor with a scary dog that eats all your baseballs uh me and walter your brother brother walter friend of the podcast avid listener he uh we we went they did like a, a 25th anniversary or something or some sort of anniversary and they showed it at the movie theater like like two summers ago we went to it it still holds up it's still a good fun movie that's good to hear yeah i'm gonna need to take a little little revisit there hmm, what else i guess maybe um 
like as far as a classic one, like Caddyshack, you can't really go wrong. Oh, yeah. It's not necessarily, uh, it's, yeah. it's not about the sports really. It's about the, the characters and the, the comedy, but centered around uh, the golfing. But I mean, there's so many like classic gags from that. And then I guess for a more recent one, like uh, Creed is amazing. Oh um, yeah. Creed build off the, the Rocky franchise. I mean, I mean, it's good for, for all ages. If you're a fan of the Rocky franchise from back in the day and you haven't seen Creed, you need to go check it out. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, just looking jacked, knocking some people out. Um, Sylvester Stallone, a lot of people say you should have won the Oscar for uh, best supporting role in that movie. Like he really kind of redefined his, his role as Rocky. So I love that one a lot. Um, those are kind did, of you know, did you know that, did you know that after Creed two filmed TMZ went up to uh went up to michael b jordan who was jacked like and he you know had to learn how to kind of kind of be a boxer but he, i don't think he actually, actually fought people but you know he had to learn how to do it so this tmz tmz guy goes up to him is like asking him you know like oh don't you uh you know you, you're pretty you're pretty big now like you you box like you you had to train do you think you could take on like some people boxing and he i think he said he would he could he could beat oscar de la hoya or something <laughs> like he was like and people were like no you, yeah you're an actor like you play a boxer but you can't actually beat so you can't actually beat a world-class boxer even if he is old it's pretty crazy mm. how, old, how old is oscar de la hoya now i'm, I'm looking it up he is currently, uh, he's, he's in his 40s he's 47 do you think how old is michael b jordan right now i um, guess 30s early 30s when, when did when did creed 2 come out um like a year and a half ago is that right yeah yeah, better, right? I, he would still get destroyed by Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya, he could be. I mean, Mike Tyson could. Michael, you know, I mean, like all. I don't care how old they are. Like they, they would be. They would beat an. He's an actor. Like he's a great actor, and I like his movies, and I like. I love Creed. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But come on, man. Let's let's call him. It's kind of like kind of like Conor McGregor fighting uh, Floyd there. No, <laughs> just, it's even no. It'd be even worse than that. Yeah. Like because <laughs> Conor McGregor's a fighter, <laughs> right? <laughs> no yeah it'd, it'd be like mark Wahlberg doing it because uh it'd be like it'd be like logan paul when he fights uh and, but he but it's like he was actually fighting a fighter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about 10. uh what about you scott <laughs> shout out team 10 what about you, scott? you got any good <sighs> yeah movies? see i'm the type of guy i don't ever have a specific favorite period i i just i don't i don't know i guess i've never really bought into like i, I don't have a favorite movie i don't have a favorite song or band uh you know if you break it down into genre i can give it to you yeah uh like my, my favorite sports movie i don't know there's you know there's too many it's uh and you know i think mine might go back a, a few years more than you guys love sandlot you know it's it's a little bit different than something like you know major league or the natural i'd say maybe the natural was probably my favorite baseball movie and as far as football I think my only answer for right now would be Rudy. Mm. Although, you know, like something a little bit more current might be Remember the Titans. I was That's actually, I was even an extra in that one. Wait, you were in um, Remember the Titans? Yeah, I was a state trooper in the background. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was, when, uh, it was when Bill, I think it was Bill Pullman, he was, he pulled Petey aside and was having a talk with him. I was that state trooper right behind the coach that was just kind of looking off into nowhere. Wait, so you were, you were on set? With none other than Ryan Gosling, yes, I was. What's he like? Well, <laughs> we didn't really get <laughs> too close to talk. You know, I just kind of watched from afar at the you know because the main actors never 
really mingle with anybody else uh, in the crew, especially not the extras. But uh, I, as far as I know, he was a professional. Yeah. You know, he showed so up, he did with, his job. With Ryan Gosling, Denzel. Denzel and whoever played Sunshine, Ethan Suppley, who's gone on to a lot of uh, bigger and better things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it, was a, it was a huge production. Um, but again, I, I would put Rudy above that one. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. All the Right Moves was good for, you know, as far as someone like for, you know, for uh, the younger crowd. I know it's an older film, but it was about high school football. And it wasn't, you know, Varsity Blues where it was, they were trying to throw everything into it. It was, you know, it was a pretty gritty film. One of Tom Cruise's earliest roles. Uh, it had some other people in it. Uh, Sean Penn was in it, Leah Thompson, some, some other good Hollywood names. So it was a good film. If you haven't seen that, I would say check that one out between now and next week and, uh, and let me know what you think. Um, but as, as far as basketball, I think I have to go with Hoosiers. Another old one from the uh, the eighties. The only one I could say that people might know name wise would be Gene Hackman, uh, but it was a good story about some rural basketball team in uh, in Indiana, um, and that's that's all I would say about it. If you if you know it, then you you know you know what I'm talking about. If not, if you want like a good down home basketball film to watch between now and next week, I would say that one. Um, if you want something a little bit sillier, I don't know. I don't know what what silly basketball. Maybe Space Jam. I don't see how you can talk about a basketball movie without mentioning High School Musical 1, 2, or 3. Mm. Oh, well, I was about to, <laughs> but thank you for saving me, Tom. Zac Efron bangers. <laughs> yeah. um, what, I don't know. Trying what, about to think the, what about the grittier spinoff of High School Musical 17 again, which also features Zac Efron playing basketball? <laughs> Does it? Oh, you, you know, know what? I think I saw that one. No, well, you, that's, that's, like saying teen, that's like saying Teen Wolf is a basketball movie. It's not. It's about a kid that becomes a werewolf. He just happens to play basketball, and he becomes a werewolf on the court. <laughs> so that might be a good another. Throwback. Well, don't they play baseball in uh, in uh, the Edward Cullen movies, the Twilight movies? I think uh, they play baseball. Haven't haven't seen yeah. that one. Yeah, I mean, there's cheerleading in any high school movie. That's you know, it's not like a movie about cheerleading, but you know, you'll see sports teams and cheerleaders. Sure, Daniel. What about what about the last Boy Scout? Ooh, that's a, that's a crazy one. And <laughs> yeah. the for the listeners who don't know what Tommy's talking about, in the the movie The Last Boy Scout, I've never even seen the whole. I've never movie. seen the movie. I've just seen the scene. But there's a, a scene is about high school football, and this they're like is it high school? I'm pretty sure it's high school football. No, the last Boy Scout. Not? It's it's pro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's like a fake. Ra- they look like they're the fake Raiders. Like it's black. Yes, yeah, the black LA Stallions. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so, this player, like the running back, like at halftime, he's in the locker room. He gets a call on his cell phone from somebody, and then the the guy's like, "I got a lot of money on this game. It's like you got to come through for me." And then he's like, oh. "He's like, you better come through. Or like I'm, I'm gonna get you something like that." <laughs> and then he's like, "Okay, okay, I can, I, I know what to do." And then it's so, like at the very end. Uh, they give him the handoff and he, like he breaks a tackle and he's he's sprinting towards the end zone and he's probably like the 15 yard line and all the guys like the free safety is about to like stack him up and stop him short and, and this the is game. the last play of the game like this is gonna yeah. end the game yeah and then so he he reaches down I can't remember if it's out of his sock or out of his waistband, it's but his waistband. He, yeah he pulls out just a pistol and then just blows the guy away he pulls out that gat and just starts firing at the football game. 
And then he he shoots the guy and then runs into the end zone. It's like celebrating the touchdown to win the game. And obviously like the cops come and get him and, and whatever else. And it's like, so like, just, it's just shocking. Like you don't expect it to happen at all. Whoa, like, whoa, wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's not how it ended. I, I mean, what it ended a lot worse. Oh, really? At the end, <laughs> he spikes the ball or no, I don't actually, he didn't spike the ball. Oh, I know. Takes you, his I, helmet I, remember, off. I remember it now. What say it. Set the story straight, Daniel. What happened? <laughs> you, you finished off, Scott. <laughs> oh, come on. You, <laughs> I think you need to tell it since you remembered it now. <laughs> nah. Okay. I don't remember what you're talking he, about. <laughs> he scores a touchdown. He takes his helmet off. He looks back at all the players that are looking at him like, what the hell? <laughs> he says, ain't life a bitch. And then he injures himself. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the last that's the last sports scout. We need to edit that one out. It was a little bit dark. Yeah, I didn't think we were no. going here today, but here we are. Man. It's a dark time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But bringing it back up, a very positive football movie would be anybody. I'll leave it up to you two. Invincible. Good one. With good one. A story about redemption. Very good. Another feel good. Well, I already said the blind side. Great feel good yep. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, feel good. Remember I, the Titans is also a feel yeah, good. Movie. Remember the Titans baseball. I mean, the rookie's pretty good with Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You oh, can actually. Uh, you, there's also Bull Durham, which is a good comedy. Yeah. But wait, can I can I just say on a very underrated sports movie that didn't get like it's very good didn't do great it was a summer movie um but like i don't remember it really doing fantastic i don't think it did bad is a million dollar arm with john ham he plays a you seen that one he goes to he goes uh, to india no. um, it's, it's a very good movie like it's it's a real feel good like cool movie it's pretty new it came out it's a disney movie um 2014 i, I haven't yeah. seen it but i'm looking it up right now yeah it's real good John Hamm, he's he's a favorite actor of mine, so I like him. Yeah, uh, a really good recent one, I guess you can define it as sports, would be like Ford versus Ferrari. Um, if you haven't seen oh, that, yeah. uh, got a lot of Oscar noms and awards in this past season. And it's, it's almost, it's a very similar movie, but uh, Rush, uh, a few years ago with Chris Hemsworth, um, kind of tells the so Formula One racing. So mm-hmm. some, some auto sports there, but both of those movies are great. If you want to check those out, some kind of like classic uh, rivalries yeah no ford versus ferrari was really good i didn't even know that was the story uh but it, it all makes sense a lot of good acting performances good storyline and good special effects because that was a lot of racing sounds that they had to pump in there uh-huh but it was it was funny a lot of good comedic moments i wasn't expecting but there are a lot of good comedic moments as well um but you know if you're going to mention racing um you can't mention racing without mentioning talladega nights Oh, I was going to say Days of Thunder. Uh, <laughs> but Talladega Nights, sure. Shake and bake. Might as well. What about um, Sea Biscuit? Oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> that was a good one. Are you an anti Sea Biscuit guy, Tommy? I'm not. I mean, I'm not anti. Tommy's anti horse. No, Tommy's I'm taking a stand. No, I, love, I love the Kentucky Derby. That doesn't I, necessarily mean you love horses. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Like, exclusive. I like wagering on horses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, were there any mentions just now between us that, that, uh, that we haven't seen that we will say we're going to see 
before next week. I need to see. I'll watch Ford versus Ferrari. I haven't seen okay. that yet. I wanted yes, to. I really do. wanted to. All right, Tommy's going to watch for What about you, Daniel? Uh, I'm going to watch. Watch Million Dollar Arm, Daniel. Yeah, all right. I'll check that one out. Uh, let's see. Maybe I'll watch Moneyball again, too, because that's just a good movie. I've actually never seen Moneyball. What? Oh, Daniel's got two to watch. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I might just watch it while I'm working from home. Isn't like, that – um? who directed that, Scott? Do you know? Not off the top of my head, no. I don't know either, yeah. For a second, I thought it was Adam McKay, but that's not that's not who it is. No, it is a uh, Bennett Bennett Miller. I don't know what else. But the, okay, it's a Michael Lewis book though, and that's The Big Short as well. Like it's the same uh, author. Okay, so that's why I was, uh, that's why I was connecting them. I think I have. I don't think I've seen Million Dollar Arms, so I will. I will pledge to watch that one. Uh, have any of y'all seen? I haven't. I haven't seen it. That movie. That John Goodman was in. It's supposed to be about LSU. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I have not seen. That was an old one. It was in the 70s or something. I feel like that movie's probably not very good. I don't know. I, I, I don't know about it. I have to see. Although I was going to bring up a an old one that I have seen that's probably wasn't very well known, but it was a uh, it was about Pete Maravich. It was called The Pistol. Mm-hmm. It was basically about him growing up with his dad and just how he became who he was. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. Everybody's All American. That's the name of the John Goodman one. 1988, oh, okay. actually. It has Everybody's a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, 42. Well, there's that TV show out now called All American. It's about high school football. It's in Los Angeles, but it's, uh, I don't know. Have you guys watched any of that? Mm-mm. Okay. No big deal. All right. Well, it sounds like we have our homework this week. So we will look at that. And if any of our viewers um, have some that they, that they liked that maybe they want to uh, back us up on or that they haven't or that we didn't mention, please let us know. And we'll, we'll see if we can squeeze that in or at least we'll give it a mention for next week. Cause uh, there's obviously not going to be any sports next week either. So we're going to have plenty of sports films to watch. Um, so having said that uh, guys, any, uh, any last thoughts about anything before we uh, wrap it up here? Uh, not really. Um, stay safe. Hopefully we will be outside soon enough. Um, Hopefully. Check out our movies. I'll probably be watching some, and uh, we will still be giving you a little bit of uh, entertainment while you're in isolation. But uh, have a good week, folks. Yeah, have a good week. We're still talking Tigs. This is still Tommy Johnson. That was still Daniel Zollinger. And? <laughs> and? And Scott Gerard. I was just waiting for you to finish. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to let you, because you normally kind of end it off, so I was going to throw it to you. I uh, appreciate it, Matt. Well done. <laughs> it was my fault. Um, but I, I just wanted to say, and on top of what, what uh, our, uh, my, my co-host just said, uh, I just wanted to give a uh, special mention to actually an ex-LSU star who, uh, who played two sports, actually. Um, his name was Orlando McDaniel, and he actually ran track with LSU, and uh, he also played basketball for them. This was back in... I think uh, like 1978 through 381. So, um, I mean, I didn't know his name before recently uh, until I, I saw an article about him, but he was the, uh, he was a former LSU two sports standout, uh, but he had recently died from uh, coronavirus. So I uh, just thought that'd be worth mentioning since he is from LSU history, LSU lore, uh, our thoughts go out to him and his family and anyone else in Tiger family that has lost someone. 
so having said that, please tune in next week. We will have our recaps on the movies we have not watched and any other news that is out there or will come available in the next week or so regarding sports. Uh, we'll, we'll be here to give that for you. Uh, so tune in then. And until then, uh, stay safe, stay at home as long as your, you know, as Big Brother tells you to. And we'll talk to you next time on Talking Tips.